what up, kings and queens? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Red Room. We talk about music, what's going on in the culture, and we're going to have a crazy-ass story for you to wrap it all up. So stay tuned. We finna get into it. So the rare room. Uh, I appreciate everybody who came out and listened. Uh, we checked the views on here. Everything been going up. Really, we really just doing this for fun. Uh, but today, on today's episode, we're gonna be talking about uh, the actual origins of the rare room. Not a lot of people know what that is. For real, for real. Uh, artists to be on the lookout for a homeboy Coop's 21st birthday party and these BET awards. Alright y'all, uh, last night was the BET Awards, and I ain't gonna lie, I, don't, I ain't watched the BET Awards like on the premiere date in a couple years because it been sacked, you know, I said, y'all don't wanna say it, I said, it was sacked, but man, this year for real, I'm glad I watched it, man, like I was supposed to be asleep, I really was, but it was so good, I had to watch it to the end, like, Every performance was straight for real. All the performances were Gucci. Uh, Lil Baby won, you know, uh, Best New Artist, which, you know, I don't rock with Lil Baby like that, but, you know, y'all do. He's straight. You know, he fine. He, I guess, shit. Uh, the Baby, though. The Baby, he just showed up and did some of the Baby shit, man. Like, y'all know how y'all say Kanye do Kanye shit? The Baby, he doing the Baby shit, like, period. And he came out swole with padded muscles like should with the babies in the back, bro. Who the hell do this shit? <laughs> like, and then shout out to uh, Lizzo. She always gonna be fine. I don't know if y'all know who Lizzo is, but if you watch the BET Awards, you know. And she's a musician, like a real musician, man. And she fine. She got better bars than me. Uh, and Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X, bro. Look, y'all. I really do be trying to hate on this song. But it's fire. Look, the song fire. The song, the new music that Lil Nas X put out is fire. But when they performed together, it was just good. It was a good performance. Billy Ray, he real deal on his cool, in the cut uncle shit playing the guitar. Like, Billy Ray really that drunk uncle at the cookout who can play guitar, bro. And that's all the fuck he be doing. And Lil Nas X, he got all the kind of energy in the world, man. Everybody, everybody was singing this song, man. Billy Ray even, like, said it in a post-BT Awards uh, interview. He was like, yeah, man, it was unlike any other performance I've had. I was like, whoa, bro, it's crazy, man. It's what music could do to you. But that was a good performance. Also, Auntie Mary, boy, look at him. Auntie Mary, Mary J. Blige. I'm glad she got the Lifetime Achievement Award, period. She deserved it. Like, she really put on for MCs out here, man. She been rocking it since the 90s and been doing good with it, bro. That's what happened when you eat your vegetables and use, and use your cocoa butter, bro. I'm telling you. That's exactly what happened. Mary J. Blige, I am glad that she got that award. I'm glad she performed last night. She needed to retire that damn dance, though. She got to put that one in the closet, dog. It's time. It's, the 90s was 30 years ago because, like, yeah, that, that dance got to go. But uh, all her performances were good and great. She had a dope message, man. 
Uh, and she even performed with Method Man, bro. Method Man popped out there. I was like, man, I appreciate y'all. BET, y'all didn't have to do this, but y'all did that for us. And I appreciate y'all. I truly, truly do. Uh, but then, you know, uh, John Legend was there. John Legend just being John Legend. John Legend don't forever be fire. I ain't really heard anything bad from John Legend, like, ever, man. John Legend needed 30 for 30. <laughs> he just that fire. And I did, since I told y'all I watched BET Wars in the full last night, uh, I watched the commercials, some of the commercials too, man. Apparently, BET is having a streaming service. Look, y'all. I don't watch BET as it is, for real, for real. Like, but I'm still not going to watch this damn BET streaming service because I got to pay for that. Uh, no, it's not happening because, oh, you know, it might be straight. Tyler Perry, you know, he uh he a partner with it and all that. It's going to have his whole catalog and everything. Uh, if you like that, I mean, it'll be something worth investing into. But, um, bro, I got a fire stick. <laughs> uh, also, uh. Hip Hop Artist of the Year and uh, Humanitarian Award. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Marathon continues. Uh, his family put on a show. You know, they spoke their piece. Everything. Like, it was real good, man. Uh, YG, everybody had their performances for him. And real deal. Like, I don't know. It's sad to say that death, you know, sparks unity. It's, it's just history. Like, it, it's what happens in the books. But... It really did, bro. It's sad that it had to be Nip. It's sad that it had to, got to be anybody, but you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Nipsey Hussle, bro, and his family, you know. Uh, What else happened to these BET Awards? Oh, yeah, bro. Look, peep this right here. I got a message for DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, not even going to lie. You a dope little hype man. You a dope hype man. You one of the best to do it, bro. You, like, got a better vibe than Fat Man Scoop. When I fuck with him, when he say hit the flow, nigga, I drop my ass to the flow. Goddamn. But, look. You got to get your ass off the stage, bro. It ain't your show. I understand you put your name on all these songs, bro. Go be a DJ. Get behind the motherfucking DJ booth. Get your ass off the stage. Y'all remember back in the day when Suge Knight was talking to P. Diddy? And nigga was like, you tired of your producers all up in the videos? All on the stage at the concerts. Yeah, DJ Khaled, he was talking to your ass too. Goddamn. Get off the stage. Chill out. I might be hating on DJ Khaled. But DJ Khaled, need, he either need to take that DJ off the front of his name if that ain't going to be like his prime shit. Or be behind the scenes, do some DJ shit. All right, y'all. We're going to talk about the red room. Like the, the real red room. So... You know, we've been, I've been telling y'all these stuff about the parties at the trailer. The red room was in the trailer, man. We call it the red room, the cheer room, the smoke room. But the red room stuck. We had a red light in the room, man. It was just red all the time, bro. Good vibes. Number love in the room. It was perfect. It's where you went in the room, you know, chill, vibe out, talk. Uh, and it was the smoke room. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, Rello's all on the wall. Uh, had a couch and recliner and the TV, you know. Speakers and uh, any kind of vibe you need. If you need to go in there to grieve, chill out, talk, smoke, whatever you wanted to do in there, you could do. Just it was a calm, cool, collected area. 
And we had a bunch of good friends, man. Our frat brothers, bro, Steve, John, Tyler, Coop, any, uh, any, anybody, bro, that we real deal rock with, everybody for real. They could, like, come to the crib. And we used to go to the chill room, man, the red room. And it would be perfect. We had this poster on the door. And if you came in, in the red room in any session, for real, for real, you had to sign this door. And uh, you had to sign the poster on the door. And it was filled up, bro. I mean, it was beyond filled up, signatures on signatures. And when we moved out, we burned it because, you know, we couldn't really have uh, too much evidence in that room. But, yeah, it existed. There may be some photos all around, but I don't know. As a matter of fact, the only surviving photo that I have of this room is the podcast uh, art, like the red one that says the red room. That is like an accidental picture that I just happened to find in my phone for real. Uh, that room was perfect, man. It was great. We have had a lot of people in that room at a lot of times, and we actually used to sell the punch for the parties out of that room. So, you know, it was on lock and key or if we had punch or something, you know, you know, money and shit like that. But any other day, man, it's an open room, bro. It was just calm, cool, collected. All right, y'all, we're going to hop into some music. Uh, a bunch of artists, you know, doing stuff on the move. I'm going to just shout out a couple artists, you know, keep your eye on them because they probably finna drop something. And, uh... Well, first off, you know, Goo Up. I'm going to say this about Gucci. Gucci dropped his album, and it should have been a mixtape. Because that bitch hard. I'm going to let y'all know right now. That song, uh, Backwards, that bit hard. That bit was thumping too. Man, look. Gucci might be back, man. Gucci might be back on top for real. Uh, Rick Ross. He's doing some Rick Ross shit right now, man. But he is on that Gucci album, so... Uh, he been doing a lot more features, but he just ain't dropped a date for his album. That's what I've been waiting on, an actual date. So, I'm just keeping an eye on him. Uh, I don't know what the hell was going across his mind whenever he got them braids. But he got them braids with the fade that y'all light-skinned niggas be getting, bro. That shit funny as hell. And I really hope he, whoever, man, that was not a good idea. Not, not a good cosmetic move, uh, Ross. Just cut that shit off. Let it go. Uh, also, who else? Oh, yeah, Dreamville. Dreamville, everybody just dropping some shit. Like, just, I recommend go finding their Twitter because everybody, some people will drop a single. They'll do a collab song. I, I don't know how they operate, bro. And, like, I like it, you know what I'm saying? Because whenever a project do drop, it's going to be fire. And it never disappoints. But it can either be that collab album or... It could be a Cole album. I mean, he do for one, and he just been in the cut for real, for real. I don't know what he doing. But I will say, uh, my homie Isaiah Rashad. Look, y'all, I'm a big Isaiah Rashad, uh, Rashad fan. I have been since the early mixtape days. I mean, Sylvia Demo, like, the untitled mixtapes, like, way back in the day. And he'll never be on Twitter. Like, he always, he tries to stay straight away from Twitter you know, people think he got a bunch of personal stuff going on. You know, if you listen to his songs, you know, he didn't been through a bunch of pain, you know, alcohol, all that, you know, family stuff. And he just needed a hiatus, which he does give us. It's always a gap between his albums or a mixtape. And uh, his last album was the uh, Sun's Tirade. 
dope album. But aside from all that, he just popped back up on Twitter like a couple days ago, and he just been tweeting for real. And I mean, y'all, Isaiah Rashad don't ever get on Twitter, so yeah, I think he really just showing his presence because he getting ready to drop some. That's just me. I think he finna get ready to drop. Somebody in Dreamville finna do something. And I'm all for it. And I want to see it. But uh, I take that back. You know, he TDE. But still, like uh, Dreamville too. But I'm just ready for everybody to show me something. It's about to be even more good music that's dropping. The summer is officially here. I'm ready for that summer shit. I need the ratchet shit, the cool night vibe shit, the smoke shit. I need it all. So these artists need to hurry up and deliver. Uh, shit. All right, y'all. I'm going to tell you the motherfucking story about my nigga Coop's 21st birthday party. And y'all, this is the first party that got real wild real quick that we ever threw. And shit, it's all thanks to Coop, y'all. Now, Coop hit us up. At this point, we didn't threw hella parties at our crib. This is back when we were at the edge in 1221. And this man, Coop, hit us up. He was like, bro, can I use y'all crib as the venue for my 21st birthday party? And me, Josh, and Steven were like, hell yeah, you can. So, shit, we were like, boom, we throwing a party, goddamn. We did not know. We, we prepped for this party, you know, like any other party. We got liquor, got shit out the way, got the music set up, boom, boom, boom. You know, crowd control, everything straight, man, because, you know, we be cooling over here. And it's a good-ass, hype-ass motherfucking party. We did not know that this man, Coop, made a fucking flyer. Y'all, I cannot make this shit up. Matter of fact, the flyer that that nigga made is going to be the goddamn photo on this, this week's <laughs> podcast. But, shit, man, that nigga Coop made a flyer, bro, and he threw that bitch on Instagram. And at this point, man, we already, anytime they was like, uh, AJ now throwing a party, 1221 throwing a party, it was already finna be fucking thick than a motherfucker, bro. And Coop made a flyer. Coop had all of Troy U in my, our little ass motherfucking apartment at the edge, bro. fucking uh, Yik Yak. Man, that was back when Yik Yak was popping, bro. It got on Yik Yak. They were like, shit. I don't know what party it is, but they said it was 1221 and that shit thick. And man, all kind of shit going on, bro. It was back in this 2013, y'all. 2013, Coop went up. And fucking uh This this is the first party. It just got real thick real quick. Coop pull up. And this is how we found out Coop put a damn flyer up, dog. Coop pull up the pregame at the crib and shit. And I mean early in the day, man. Coop, Tyler, everybody was in that bit. And Coop was like, yeah, I made a flyer. I was like, Coop, what? Huh? <laughs> Me, Josh, and Steven looked at each other like a flyer, nigga. And shit, y'all, it got bad. The first two hours, that bitch was thick. Everybody in that motherfucker hype, bruh. And we drunk as hell. We felt, we felt the floor start to shake. <clears throat> at that point, we was like, shit, we got to get some people out this motherfucker, bruh. We go outside to see how the shit is, bro. We I couldn't even get to my porch to see outside. We go outside. We get to the motherfucking, like, right there where my door is. All the way down the stairwell to the first floor, bro. Stupid thick full of people. 
the whole damn parking lot, bruh. Stupid thick full of people. Can't no cars get through. Like, the police were not there yet. But, I mean, if they would have came, shit, they couldn't get through. Y'all, this shit was thick as hell. And the police came. And they came up there and talked to us and shit. They finally made their way to the door. And they were like, boom, boom, boom. It's a noise ordinance. If we got to come back over here, y'all going to get this fat ass ticket. And me, Steven, and Josh, we were like, hey, cool, nigga, shit. We can't afford no goddamn ticket right now, doubt. Like, we were broke as hell, nigga. I'm a sophomore in college. So we had to start goddamn dispersing the crowd, kicking people out there. But y'all, I'm telling you, it was so thick. The stairwell was vibrating. The floor was vibrating. We felt like the fucking second your, your uh, floor porch was finna fall down. Uh, the parking lot just stupid thick. And we get out there and we like, hey, y'all got to get the fuck up out of here, man. Like everybody, we clearing out the party. People trying to come in there. He was like, you know, this one dude, man, he was like, how you going to kick me out, man? Y'all know who I am? I am Mr. Troy U. To this day, I don't know who the fuck that nigga is. <laughs> but shit, apparently you ain't no goddamn. You got the fuck out of my house, bro. Get the fuck on. And, uh, man, we cleared it out a little bit, but it was still stupid thick to where, like, the music would be going and, and people moving the floor would be vibrating, man. That nigga Coop was lit, my nigga. That nigga Coop, straight up, we paused the music. <clears throat> Coop walked up and he was like, Hey, attention. If you don't know me or anybody that live here, get the fuck out. <laughs> Man, bro, when I tell you we were so goddamn, bro, we were lit in hell. We were laughing like a motherfucker, dog. We were like, hey, Coop, turn up for the one time, bro. Coop was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, shit. And, uh, that shit cleared out some of the people, man. For real, it got everything under control. It was still people on the stairwell, but it got a bunch of people out of the motherfucking parking lot and shit. We cleared out the living room a little bit, you know, where it's a normal ass pack party and shit. We just crunked that music back on, man. And that shit got back stupid lit. That shit was still crazy, man. That party went to like at least three in the morning, man. And all I remember, last time I saw that man, Coop, bro, Coop was in the goddamn kitchen. <clears throat> on the stove and that nigga was like I just need a bad bit to come twerk on me right now <laughs> and that was the last we heard of Coop bro Coop just got down was lit for the rest of the night man uh the party ended we wake up the next morning y'all our apartment is fucking trashed y'all like Fucking beer everywhere, bottles everywhere, cups, boom, boom, boom. Whole bottles, whole handles of liquor just left in our crib. We look outside, we ain't worried about that shit because we paid rent and them motherfuckers gonna clean that shit up for free. But man, that shit was fucked up too. It took us all morning, bro. And then nigga Coop pulled up the next day and uh, he was like, y'all, my bad. <laughs> that nigga said, y'all, my bad. I ain't know we're gonna get that wild. All right, Coop, shit. It's cool, bro. Shit, we were lit. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, appreciate you, Coop. You showed us the limitations of how the hell to handle a big ass fucking crowd at a party. Kick them niggas the fuck out, bro. Cause damn.
Hey, that's another episode of the Red Room. Y'all follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94. Y'all be smooth with it. And remember, don't put on for nobody but yourself. See y'all next week.